On today's episode, we're talking black culture, trending topics, and more live. Hosted by yours truly, Alex Haynes, Alex Unmuted on all platforms. Unmuted Nation starts now. Very black. Friday, welcome to Unmuted Nation. I'm Alex Haynes, and you already know what's going down. You're here every day. Uh, 1-844-UNMUTED is my number. That's 844-866-8833. Unmuted Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Listen. It's Friday, so we're going to wrap things up. We're talking about mayors. We're talking about uh, people running for governor uh, and Senate seats. Lots of things happening. Uh, I'm actually going to talk to my men today, and we're going to talk a little bit about privilege. And then I'm talking to some people that aren't like (laughs) in this instance, you know, when we say men, I have to also say white men. I have to say, uh you know, uh, and you may not know who any uh, either one of these men are, uh, and I'm not dragging them, but I think it's re- it's relevant for us to talk about both uh, Jeffrey Tubin from CNN and the New York Times, and Chris Harrison from ABC's The Bachelor, tw- the host of 20 Years. Both uh, extremely interesting, um, just really, really interesting, right? And so, um. I've got all the details. We'll, we'll talk about that. We're going to jump into it. Plus, uh, let's let's be honest. Um, it's summertime. You want to go outside, and I'm telling you, I've got some information on some destinations that you need to get to. Uh, vaccinated people. I don't really have anything for you, the unvaccinated. I'm not judging. I just don't have anything for you because it. At this point, to me, I just feel like you should want to choose life. Uh, so. <laughs> you may agree with me. You may think I'm an asshole for saying that. Uh, I'll tell you who's battling in the upcoming versus battle. And then we're going to talk about why versus is still here. Do we need it? And then my question t- for you, like, when is the relationship over? All of these things I'm going to throw into the show on Friday. So it's going to, it's kind of crazy, but it's loose. You know how we do it on Friday. I give you what I want. I play what I want and I say what I want. And that's what happens on Unmuted Nation. I got more, um, coming up for you. I'll tell you what states are making, uh, Juneteenth a, a state holiday. I ain't, I ain't into it, man. I'm not into it being a federal holiday. And my reasoning, uh, Ain't even selfish. It's just black. Okay. I got all of that coming up for you in the nation. My number again, 1844. I'm muted. That's 844-866-8833. I'm muted nation on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back with you in six minutes right here on Boss of Fence. Follow the nation on Twitter and Instagram. Like Unmuted Nation on Facebook. All right, before I do anything, and I, you know, because I am who I am, people expect me to say something about this or address this. And listen, I don't know that I've ever said this or expressed my stance on cosmetic surgery or what you do or how you do it or what you do with your body, right? I feel like, and this is, this is, you can quote me on this. I, I, My thing is whether they worked for it, you know, you was shooting with them in the gym and they worked for it or they bought it. You want to touch it anyway, right? You want to lay down with it anyway. People do not uh, change their looks or change their body because of what they think other people are. Well, they, they, okay. I'm a, that's not right. That's not right. That's, that's, that's just a lie. 
they do change their bodies because they care about what other, other, other people think. But there are people that change their bodies because of what, um, you know, they think and what they think about it. So I was, I was talking to uh, my best friend yesterday and the perspective that he gave me is that Kay Michelle's a little, uh, you know, she's getting up in age. I mean, she's not elderly at all, right? But she's met late thirties, uh, and, and, early 40s at the latest right so things are changing so maybe she wants to maintain a look uh being in the industry that she's in that's not uh, that's not that's not abnormal it may be more questionable for somebody you know and maybe that in that instance that's one way that one reason that you can speculate that these changes and i, I just jumped into it without telling y'all what's going on all right let me let me back backtrack you're like what the hell like what are you talking about bro um k michelle debuted a new look on social media and um I saw the pictures. They circulated in more than one group text, right? So people were like, what, what, why, why? She was so gorgeous. Her face was fine, right? I'm one of those people. Although I don't know, you know, her face was fine to me. Um, I got a, another friend that loves people changing their faces. He always likes it. I'm like, you just didn't like them then. And let's just be honest. Uh, but nevertheless, she posted the app, uh, in the picture. She put, po- well, she posted the first picture and then she posted a barrage of photos. She said, y'all got your summer styles together. Today you can call me Pinky, uh, with pink hair. But the thing about this selfie was she was just unrecognizable. Um, a lot of people said, uh, like who? So after sharing the pictures, obviously the vote, the, 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 the post went viral on Twitter. I'll give you some of the responses and then we'll talk about where my, what my thoughts on, are, are on cosmetic surgery. Like you give a damn, right? You probably don't. Tweets, uh, were crazy Wednesday. Text messages, uh, Thursday, all day, while many people were just like, she looks gorgeous. She looks amazing. And I agree with that. Um, I also just don't recognize who she is. K. Michelle, uh, one user uh, said, K. Michelle looks great. She doesn't look like K. Michelle. <laughs> she looks great. She just doesn't look like K. Michelle. And another person says, y'all really expect me to believe that's K. Michelle. Um, you know, with different gifs and, and memes. Um, now, jokes, obviously, on Instagram, Twitter, whatever your platform. Um, but, you know, some people... We're in support of it, right? Y'all are joking about K. Michelle. Meanwhile, I'm trying to see if her surgeon and makeup team accept afterpay because me next, please. Um, K. Michelle's new face is so pretty. Um, you know, and so K. Michelle, at least from with the data that I have right now, my reporting right now, K. Michelle has not said anything about it, but we've talked about this before. You know, K. Michelle has been very open about her ass injections and, and bumps in the road that have caused her health problems the reason that she got them removed uh, a couple of months ago she up, opened up to people magazine after undergoing multiple surgeries to rehabilitate her body after illegal butt injections uh, and she also told people in 2018 that it's the scariest thing in life and i'm a tough girl i had these lumps and i was very disfigured i am happy with my body it's nowhere near the ideal that i had before but when it's all said and done, it's going to be my body. And so I think that statement on how she is, is how she feels about it. That was in 2018. We're 2021. Uh, she went on to say in 2018 and people I've gone through a physical transformation, a mental transformation. I think I'm more tough. I've always been a fighter and able to survive. And it's made me pay attention to other people around me and all the things I take for granted. You'll remember around 2018, 2019, K. Michelle was pictured in a wheelchair after one of the surgeries, uh, one of the multiple surgeries that she had after getting the ass injections removed 
She said, I don't take a minute for granted. And hopefully this transformation will go on through the rest of my life, not just through this healing process. But so many people can see the difference in my fight. It's even stronger. So this could be part of that journey. You know, back in 20, I want to say maybe 2017 or 2016, I talked to a uh, a woman. And she was actually the madam known for doing illegal butt injections. She had recently uh, been freed from jail. And her name was Kimberly Smedley. Um, and I don't, I don't have it with me. That interview's online. It's probably, it's from, oh, it's October 21st, 2016. I did this interview on my former morning show. And Kimberly Smedley walked us through, uh, and, and so, you know, I think the more that you do read, you want to find out what's going on. You want to know, you know, what happened, how it happened. And I will tell you straight up, I came and I was, when Kim came in, I was really wondering what type of BS she was going to peddle me about why she was giving these women these ass injections. But she had some insight on how people think about their bodies and what they're willing to do to uh, ensure that their bodies look the way that they want them to look. Um, and so my thoughts on this holistically uh physical transformations right we call it cosmetic surgery but i think physical transformations you know i at one point i'm like i don't see the point i don't understand but also i understand that you know and with age comes wisdom they say that as i go on and i think about you know my future and how long i'm going to be here you know, and what may change, right? Hopefully, my I, I, you can look at you. Obviously, genetics plays a huge piece in what it looks like. And so, you know, with the way that my brain works and the way that I'm wired, K. Michelle could see something in her genetics that she does not want to look like in the future. Maybe that's the reason that she made the change, right? When it comes to facial uh, features for me, and I look at the genetics and who I come from and my lineage, how graceful and how uh, regal, uh, people in my, um, in my bloodline on both sides look as they continue to age. I don't want to mess with my face, but I'm getting older. Eventually, I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna sit my ass down. I may do something cosmetically to this body one day so that it stays, you know, as long as I want it to stay. So I get it. You don't know where people are. I think where I have the most questions is surrounding when people start making these changes and you have not fully grown into yourself yet, right? Your body is not what it could be. Your body is not what it should be. And so in those instances, you don't know. You have no idea um, what you are going to look like if you're modifying your look at 21, 22, 23. Um, if you want to, you know, move fat from your stomach to your ass, I don't have a problem with that. If you want to move it from your stomach to your thighs, like whatever, uh, do it the safe way, do it the, the legal way uh, and do it in a way that uh, you can have uh, some confidence in, in the results. To me, it looks like Kay Michelle is on a journey and she had a goal in mind, right? Her new body looks amazing, uh, with, you know, a decent sized ass that fits her legs. Uh, it's not disproportioned. She doesn't look disfigured. And now, you know, her face is settling. Uh, now, uh, while the pictures came out on Wednesday, some people were saying that she looked more like herself 
on Instagram Live on Thursday. I haven't seen it. But what we know about cosmetic surgery is sometimes it takes time for this face to settle. So maybe her face, you know, I don't really know. I get really eerie. It's really weird about, like, reconfiguring, you know, my eyeballs and my nose and these big-ass lips. They just, I don't don't want to, I don't want to touch that. But I needed to, I needed to get that in there. So (laughs) it is what it is. When we come back, we'll talk about Juneteenth, um, and the states that are adopting this as a state holiday, states that are rejecting it. And it's surprising that you want to accept that and don't want, never mind. I got all of that. And plus, I want to ask you this question. When is the relationship over? You know, when you decide it's over, when you are officially divorced, when you are officially broken it up, who makes that decision? A people poll is up. Unmuted Nation vote in that poll. Uh, Unmuted Nation on Twitter. I'm back with you in four minutes. You're listening to Boss FM Talk UNR1. This is Unmuted Nation. Hey, what's up? This is the Sydney C from Uncharted, and you're listening to Unmuted Nation on Boss FM Talk. Welcome back to Unmuted Nation. So how are you, uh, how are you celebrating Juneteenth, right? It is now a cause for celebration, uh, in many parts of the country and not just in black households. Uh, I'm still nervous about this, but, uh, let's talk about House Bill 554, which was introduced by Democratic State Representative Larry Selders. Um, it reserves the third Saturday of each June as a holiday in Louisiana. Um, he says he's hoping folks all around the state will learn more about it and celebrate it all together. Uh, and I, I, I haven't asked, but, You know what? I just, I feel like, um, (laughs) we all, we, we just, we just, we just want to live. All right. Um, (laughs) Selders told USA Today, uh, it's exciting for me to see this type of bipartisan effort that we can all celebrate together. I really hope making Juneteenth an official state holiday raises awareness about this important event in American history. He says, I'm hoping folks all around the state uh, will engage. Juneteenth honors, which you know, guys, the memory of enslaved people in Galveston, Texas, who did not receive news of their freedom until June 19th, 1865, two and a half years after President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation on January 1st, 1863. With the arrival of troops led by Union General Gordon Granger, they officially learned. Um, The people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves and the connection hereto existing between them becomes that between employer and hired laborer. Selders told WAFB he collaborated with Louisiana Rep. Ted James, Baton Rouge Councilwoman Erica Green, and the Louisiana Black Caucus to gain support for the bill. Um, on Tuesday, James retweeted a video from the Black Caucus in which he spoke of the success of the Juneteenth state holiday bill. Now, um, Texas was the first state in the U.S. to make Juneteenth an official holiday in 1979. Louisiana is poised to join Virginia and New York, which already observe Juneteenth as paid state holidays. As the Rio, uh, other publications, and um, most notably uh, Black Enterprise, 
um, reported Oregon and Washington passed the legislation earlier in 2021 uh, making the observation of Juneteenth official in their states. So you've got Oregon, Washington, New York, Virginia, Texas, and now it's on the table in Louisiana. How do you feel about states making this a, a legal holiday? Is this something that you want your employer to observe? And then how do you feel about your community celebrating it, right? Is Juneteenth, uh, so, you know, oftentimes Martin Luther King, at least in my household growing up, it was a holiday, right? And it's a national holiday. Schools are usually closed. It was not an off day for me and my family. We had to work. It was a service day. So we performed services. Our mom, my mom made sure we were involved in service projects, whether it was uh, building homes or helping the homeless uh, and something giving back. Uh, now it should be dedicated to civil rights because we are in a civil rights fight again. But I have pause, right? America loves a cause. And so my, my frustration with this is that there's a, in the same way that we misinterpret freedoms from other cultures, we appropriate things. And so, I mean, we, we talk about May, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. It's the significant, it's significant because Mexican, Mexicans won a battle against the French. But uh, you see Americans in sombreros and margaritas. So my fear with Juneteenth has always been as they get rid of figures like Aunt Jamama on pancake, pan, pancake boxes and Uncle Ben on rice boxes. You know, America dresses up as Aunt Jamama and Harriet Tubman. I'm, I'm not trying to go through that or deal with that on that holiday. So I'm interested in what you think, right? How do you feel about states making this a holiday? Is this something that you can jump on board with? Is it something that you're going to do? Is it something that you are acknowledging? Uh, is it more than just a paid day off? Are you uh, like, are you going to binge and sleep the entire day? Or are you going to get involved? Um, I want to know your thoughts on this. 844-UNMUTED. That's 844-866-8833. More Unmuted Nation uh, after this. I've got uh, some, some really, really interesting things. And plus, we're talking about today, when is it over? When do you know it's over? Um, take that people poll. It's on Unmuted Nation. It'll actually be up all weekend. So if you are listening on the podcast, you have a chance to chime in on this and we will talk about the results on Monday. More of the nation after this. 844-866-8833 Unmuted Nation on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back with you in seven minutes. You're listening to Unmuted Nation. Welcome back to Unmuted Nation. So yes, one, the people poll uh, and the questions are on the table. My question to you, it's a very interesting, uh, interesting results already. When is the relationship over? The moment they cheat? When the divorce is filed? When the divorce is final? Or when I move out? Um, you know, I really want to know your thoughts. one 844 Um, What's the number? 4466-8833. Wow. It's Friday and uh, we're all allowed to have them, right? Kanye West, I, I think in line with this question, Kanye West has been spotted with Irina Shayak on a birthday vacation to France. Um, Shayak played an angel in West's 2010 music video for the song Power. Interesting fact. I didn't know that. Uh, rumors that Kanye has been dating this supermodel have been swirling for weeks. Um, but, uh, I, I, they were spotted together. TMZ saw them on Tuesday and they were getting cozy all over the French region of province while celebrating his 44th birthday. Uh, so, you know, they were, they were parading around, but the question is, you know, 
he's got an ongoing divorce with his wife, Kim Kardashian. They're still married. So, you know, is are our extramarital affairs or are they considered extramarital if you're still, yeah, you're still married. So it, so it is, you know, does that have any bearing on the divorce proceedings? But even further, for those of you that aren't married, don't plan on getting married, don't see marriage in the future. When is the relationship over? Is it over when you decided to walk away? Some people say, um, um, like the day that I decide to move out is the day that I'm also moving on. And so I think it's fair to have that. Um, <laughs> it's fair to have that thought and have that, that perspective as well. I, I'm not knocking you one way or the other. I do think that confidently you want to, you want to know. Uh, what you're getting into and that's we all want to know like there's no there's no reason for that so i think interesting discussion the poll will be up all weekend we'll talk about it on monday and talk about the results um i i what i think of you know it's like they there alex give a give a give a real life example i mentally check out so i'm a little different um and i'm usually plotting like the way to to to, to, to share it nicely with and without uh, you know, a lot of heartache, a lot of frustration, a lot of, uh, back and forth. I want it to be amicable, amicable, and I, and I'm really the, usually the one willing to bite the bullet, right? I will, I will get myself a moving truck. You can have it. I will get all new sh- Like, I, that's, that's, that's just me. When I'm done, I'm done, but I'm done mentally. So I don't go back. I don't have a habit of going back to exes. Uh, never have, probably never will. Um, it's possible that we can be friendly, but we're never friends. You know, I don't have any like hate towards an ex or anything like that. It's just, that was nice, but that's, that, that was over. And that for me, it's a, it's a mental thing. So none of these options line up. Your thoughts, 844 unmuted, 844 8833. I'm back with you in moments right here on Boss of Him Talk, you and our one. What's up, everyone? It is Mackenzie from Stafford, Virginia, and you're listening to Unmuted Nation on Boss FM Talk. This is Unmuted Nation with Alex Haynes. Versus why? Why do we still have versus? Like, what is the what is the purpose of it? Why are we doing it? Why do we still have versus? Trina and Eve are set to compete in the next versus battle. I don't, I won't be watching this. And I, I, I have no issues with Trina or Eve. You know, like it can be conveyed that my response or my thought is petty. I just don't have any reason to watch this. And I don't, I'm not in my house. I'm not. The sound be bad. The attitudes be bad. SWV and Escape, you know, I thought SWV was going to pull through. Escape did it for me because they had the personality. They were there. I knew somebody was coming with an attitude. There was an excuse given. Uh, Lily speaking out a month afterwards. Give it up, right? Uh, I miss the days of Teddy Riley and Babyface, the antics, the, uh, commu- the, the connection problems, the bad internet, Nelly and the ludicrous Nelly was high and God knows what. But it was a moment. We were all connected. We were all there. We were we were all glued. We were there, right? And so I feel like Erica Badu, Jill Scott, you don't get those moments again. What we had was special. It's now been bought. It's been commercialized. People got their hands in it that don't need it, right? Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle, are you kidding? Are you, are you kidding? 
Like, let's let's be real. I think Patti LaBelle, Gladys Knight, these are people like legends for us to see them come. And then while there are people that aren't even legendary status, right? They are even legendary status. Patty and, and Gladys came and sang. They gave gave it. They gave us a show for free. Like our Auntie Patty didn't have to do that. She she didn't have to do that. She didn't, but she did. And I think that was dynamic, right? We've been holding out because in, somewhere in the back of my mind, they're like, "Oh, Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans. Let's not let's not do that. Let's do catalog for catalog. Maybe." I would love to see Mary J. Blige. If I'm not, I'm not doing anymore. But if I, if I had to take my gander, I'd love to see Mary J. Blige and Mariah Carey. Two different lanes. Wonderful, magnificent, amazing catalogs. That's a battle, right? Uh, if we wanted to do, uh, we wanted to throw someone else in the ring, Tony Braxton and Mariah Carey. That is also a battle. That's something I would watch. That's something that I want to see. That's something that I'm into. That's something that's good. That's something that I'm with. You know what I'm saying? I'm with that. 100%. I'm with it. 100%. Um, but, you know, like, I don't want to see 2 chains and, um, who's here to do it with 2 chains? T.I.? I don't want to see 2 chains and Jeezy. Now, now what we saw Gucci and Jeezy. You know what? Let me go back. And there were there were people that that don't understand the Gucci man. You don't under you don't understand Gucci. That's why you thought Jeezy won. But <laughs> no, 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 we won't do that. Like you, for you not to under. Let me t- let me let me let me let me play some damn Gucci man. Let me tell y'all, y'all don't understand. I, 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 I came into my, my, my career in media because of the Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane LaFleur, okay? I was th- like, once upon a time, I still talked like this. I just was ratchet. I was very, I was very ratchet. But, I got into, I got into the Gucci Mane. When he was still fooling with Jeezy. And we were icy. So icy. Icy. You know about it. I got more of the nation coming up. Um, and we're going to keep things moving because uh, it's a, a busy weekend ahead. <laughs> America is open. And y'all out here showing it like you, 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 and, and, and while you showing out, you also showing ass. You right, you, you, you right, y'all here showing out and showing that. More of Muted Nation coming up, uh, at the, uh, no, I'm back with you in a moment and, uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, we'll wrap this hour up. I got a whole hour more, so don't go anywhere. Boss FM talk you on over. Alright, that's gonna do it for this hour of Unmuted Nation. Coming up back at the top of the hour, uh, the mayoral races. Kasim Reed declaring his candidacy in the Atlanta mayoral race. I'll tell you what's going on in New York City, uh, what to watch and who to look for. Also, an Arkansas woman is filing a lawsuit after an officer flips her car while she was pregnant. All of that coming up in the next hour. You don't want to miss it. More Unmuted Nation after this quick break. 
Call the nation. 1-844-UNMUTED. That's 1-844-866-8833. I-T-L-K. Boss FM Talk. I-T-L-K. Very Black. Boss FM Talk. Ain't no stopping us. Very Black. That's what I'm talking about. La, 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 this is Unmuted Nation with Alex Hayes. This is Boss FM. Welcome back to uh, Unmuted Nation. Uh, <laughs> my God. Um, welcome back to Unmuted Nation. As as we jump back into it, and, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, like, come, come on. I, there... The, do you know another damn like better show to get you? Never mind. Let me do that. Um, <laughs> three Columbus, Ohio police officers are facing criminal charges due to their alleged misconduct and improper use of force against protesters last year at Black Lives Matter demonstrations after the murder of George Floyd. The charges come after special prosecutor Kathleen Garber and independent investigator uh, Rick Wozniak were appointed by the city independently to examine complaints against the Columbus Division of Police over the handling of protesters last summer. Uh, reported by The Hill online publications, uh, Garber has announced charges of dereliction of duty against the three officers, including two have been charged with assault and interfering with civil rights. Officers Tracy Shaw and Philip Watts have been charged with the misdemeanor assault and interfering with civil rights. Both are accused of pepper spraying peaceful protesters during demonstrations on May 29th and 30th in downtown Columbus in 2020. Sergeant Holly Canode has been charged with dereliction of duty and falsifying information relating to protesters' actions toward another officer, according to the report. According to an affidavit written by Wozniak, Shaw confronted a random group of people who were walking blocks away from a demonstration in downtown Columbus and pepper sprayed them. Uh, the protester said, per Wozniak's report, this female officer later identified as Shaw, got out of her car and walked right toward us and pepper sprayed us. We did not provoke the officer at all. Wozniak said the incident was captured on a cell phone by witnesses. Uh, what? In her, in his affidavit, uh, Wozniak wrote, uh, a video taken during this protest showed Shaw exiting her Columbus Police Department marked cruiser, walking up to individuals on the sidewalk and pepper spraying them. Um, Garber responded and said, I was asked by the city of Columbus to independently, independently evaluate the allegations of police misconduct from last summer's protest so that both citizens and police officers are held to the same standard of accountability. Now, I'm going to pause right here because the reason we're having this conversation and the, the reason that this investigation is important and the reason that it has to be done independently is because we cannot trust uh, the people that we have elected to represent us. Well, you're like, Alex, what do you mean? Uh, our elected officials aren't doing what we want them to do. And, and this is, this is like, I go here and we talk about how important it is for you to be involved in your elections, how important it is for you to be a participating member of society and exercising your right to vote. But if you're not paying attention and they're trying to snatch your right to vote in states like Georgia and Texas and North Carolina and South Carolina and Florida and Arkansas and Arizona and Minnesota and, and, and Mississippi and all of these, these, these red states where this legislation is passing so that 
elections that you vote in and that you select your elected officers can be overturned by the majority party. That's why 398 bills, I'm sorry, 348 bills that have been submitted to state houses and legislatures to pass these laws to strip you of your rights and recalls of votes in Arizona and Philadelphia and censorship of Republican leaders in states like Georgia. Brad Raffensperger, who was the oversaw the election, three recounts, and the Republican Party still censured him for uh, not ha- taking the best interest of their party um, uh, and, and into consideration. So with these things, uh, there there is not even a bipartisan commission. Our Congress, our elected Congress, is not even willing to come together in a bipartisan way to investigate terrorists that overtook the Capitol and tried to go in there and kill them and kill the sitting vice president. Unless there's also dual investigation into the unrest and the protest that happened over the summer and the result of the aftermath of George Floyd. But here we see three officers that are being prosecuted because an independent commission had to investigate this because we can't trust the government or elected officials to do it. That's why this is important. Um, the Columbus Division of Police said in a press release on Wednesday, the officers have been assigned to administrative duties pending the outcome of the criminal investigation. Once the criminal investigation is concluded, the Columbus Division of Police will conduct an administrative investigation. Garber said other officers could be charged as the investigation is ongoing. Um, she went on to say, we appreciate the community's patience over the past year. While we have made continued attempts to interview witnessing officers and identify officers committing the alleged misconduct during the protest you know why this is also problematic it's taking you a year to investigate this right it's taking it a year it, it takes you 30 seconds to take out a black person that is unarmed you become the police the judge and the jury and then the executioner in less than 30 seconds a year it takes a year to investigate you and then you're on administrative leave collecting a paycheck while you're filling out paperwork and hitting alt tab on your keyboard so get the hell out of here when you wonder why we don't have sympathy for this type of nonsense or this i look at me i'm tapping because i'm pissed it's uncanny it is un uh and it's it's terrible to see it's terrible to see. I haven't even got to. I want to get talk about Jeffrey Tubin and Chris Harrison, like I told you uh, in the first hour, and I I, I got to get to that. I still have other things uh, on my radar that I want to get to you before we even get there. And you know, I think if I'm moving white men to the end of the show, <laughs> I'm not upset about it. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Arkansas woman that's filed a lawsuit. Um, after officers have flipped her car while she was pregnant, out of order happening in your country. This is Unmuted Nation. I'm back with you in six minutes. Unmuted Nation. Agree? Disagree? Be heard. Record your feedback on today's show and email it to comments at unmutednation.com. Yeah. You may hear yourself on a future show. Welcome back to Unmuted Nation. Uh, and, 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 and I am not excited about this story at all. It's been bothering me, perplexing me. I just don't understand. And, and, and as we talk about justice and protections in our own country, uh, 
we see things like this this prevalent in in the nation and they should not they should not be at all what did i do with my um the things that help me see i I don't i don't know where they are i can't even see i can't give you this report because i don't know where they are okay an Arkansas woman is suing police who utilized an aggressive maneuver for motorists who were evading arrest. One she claims caused her to flip her car. Nicole Harper, 38, was driving 84 miles per hour in a 70 mile per hour zone last July when she was flagged by Arkansas State Police in Jacksonville, Arkansas. Uh, Trooper Rodney Dunn flashed his lights and activated his siren to pull her over for the speeding infraction, but Harper told the Pulaski County Circuit Court that she tried to find a safe place to pull over. Uh, and while she claims she slowed her speed, activated her blinkers, and changed lanes to pull over, Harper says the officer used a pursuit intervention technique on the dark U.S. Highway 167. The pit maneuver was done tapping the back of Harper's car with his cruiser. According to an NBC News report, this caused the woman to lose control of the vehicle, resulting in her flipping the car. In a civil suit, Harper's attorneys allege that the trooper's action constituted a reckless attempt to engage in conduct that created substantial risk or physical energy uh, injury. Now, I've taken law classes, right? As have many of you, or you you know people that have taken law classes. You know people that are lawyers and lawyers, right? You know these people. They will tell you that it is the law for you to want to find a safe space for you to pull over. Now, for people of color, you know that this is the thing. I'm not pulling them over until I get everybody I know on the line and I get some light. I'm not, I'm just not doing it. It's just not safe. According to an urban newsroom report in a video of the encounter, the trooper approached Harper's vehicle after the accident and asked her, why didn't you stop? She responds, because I didn't feel like it was safe. And the trooper replied, well, this is where you ended up. Ma'am, you got to pull over. Harper was two months pregnant at the time of the crash, and she feared her baby had died as a result of the accident, but her daughter was born healthy in February. However, she still faced a speeding ticket and a fine of up to $400 for failing to yield to an emergency vehicle. The entire encounter appears to last just over two minutes before Dunn taps uh, the vehicle and it veers out of the view of the video. According to the reports, that particular stretch uh, is full of police cruisers. Though her attorneys, uh, and through her attorneys, Harper contends that she was looking for a safe space um, and the next exit. But the next exit was more than a mile away. She says, I feel like I had heard that's what you do. You slow down, you put your flashes on, and you drive to a safe place. Like I just told you, you probably heard it from somebody that's taking a law class, your friends that are lawyers. You've heard this before. Her explanation is backed up by the Arkansas State Police Driver's License Study Guide in a chapter called What to Do When You Are Stopped. It's in the Arkansas one. It's in the Georgia one. It's in the New York one. It's in there because it's the fucking law. It's the law. Um, a local report uncovered that Arkansas State Police Troopers used the pit maneuver on at least 144 motorists in 2020, reporting more than twice the amount of times they had used it in 2019. Several of those interactions resulting in accidents and deaths. My response to that, defund the motherfucking police. Unmuted Nation, Boss FM Talk. Unmuted Nation. All right, so you may have heard the story. You may not know who this guy is. Jeffrey Tubin is a CNN analyst, a legal analyst. He's also a former journalist for the New York Times, very popular on the network. Uh, in my mind, he kind of reminds me of Al Franken. They have similar tones in the way that they speak. 
but eight months ago, he was on Zoom uh, and uh, exposed himself. Uh, obviously, extremely horny, masturbating on Zoom while working. Now. Uh, he made a surprising return to CNN on Thursday, apologizing for the lewd Zoom mishap that led to his firing from the New Yorker and vowing to be a better person. Tubin was reintroduced to CNN viewers by anchor Allison Camrota, who had the un. <laughs> she just had the task of summing up how Tubin was on a Zoom call with his colleagues, uh, and it was all captured on camera. All right. This is a little bit of, of how that conversation went. Um, in October, you were on a Zoom call with your colleagues from the New Yorker magazine. Everyone took a break for several minutes, during which time you were caught masturbating on camera. Uh, you were subsequently fired from that job after 27 years of working there. And you, since then, have been on leave from CNN. Do I have all that right? Um, you got it all right. Sad to say. Okay, so let's start there. Okay. Um, to quote Jay Leno, what the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much, and um, it was something that was inexplicable to me. I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense, because nothing is really in my defense, I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. You so, thought that you had turned off your camera? Correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible, but I mean that that is part of that that is part of the story. Um, and, you know, I have spent the seven subsequent months, miserable months in my life, I can certainly Confess. Um, trying to be a better person. I mean, in therapy, trying to do some public service, um, working in a food bank, which I certainly am going to continue to do, working on a new book about the Oklahoma City. So now with that clip in Allison's description, you remember this incident. You remember being told, we talked about it here on Unmuted Nation. Uh, it was just eight months ago. My, ask, my question to you, could you masturbate or be caught masturbating on a Zoom call at your company and keep your job? Could you come back and are being fired for that even if it was accidental being fired for that is that is that cancel culture allison continued with jeffrey uh and i really think because i think when you look at this uh at my first thought like cnn took, took him back i'm like this you the epitome of white privilege like what 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 else could that be but your privilege and he says in the interview that he is privileged privileged to be back i mean spoke earlier and said he was a part of the new york times he was from the new yorker two, 27 years at the new yorker um fox news weighed in as well here's the the another a piece of this interview i want you to hear and and i'll give you my final thoughts and who watched me on cnn and who, who thought I was a better person than this. And so, you know, I got a lot to rebuild, but I feel very privileged and very lucky that I'm going to be able to try to do that. I mean, one of the ironies of this whole incident is that for decades you have covered the bad judgment and sexual proclivities of public figures and politicians like Bill Clinton and Anthony Weiner and Elliot Spitzer and Donald Trump and I could go on. And so, you know, of course it begs the question, why didn't you have better judgment? Because I didn't have better judgment. Because I'm a flawed human being who makes mistakes. And Ooh. I hate, I, I, you know, I won't make this about race. You know, because maybe if you're a black, 
you know, good looking executive somewhere and you make this mistake and people like you and you're good at your job and you you do what you do and this just it was accidental accidental uh maybe maybe you get along with i mean maybe you get away with it maybe maybe you do right i don't don't know i don't know how i feel about this because i'm a flawed human being who makes mistakes there are consequences that come to all of the mistakes that we make that's what that's a commitment the creed that we abide by as adults uh do i feel like he got away with murder no do i think this was the this was the worst thing in the world no do i think this involved him being sexually inappropriate with anybody else right are people offended because he was jacking off i probably probably so you know we hope I, there there's there are other forms of ma- male masturbate masturbation he could uh, i'll hear your thoughts on this as well there's a question up on twitter uh and, and then you know what what can you get away with at work what would you be okay with and what will you not let people get away with one eight four four unmuted that's one eight four four eight six six eight eight three three unmuted nation on twitter and instagram i will take your thoughts and comments about that as well okay i come back i'm gonna try to talk about chris harrison if i can do it otherwise to hell with it all right uh, more of the nation continues here only on uh boss fm one uh boss fm talk you in our one I, I, I'm gonna get it right. Okay, I stick with me. It's Friday, and I, I, I got you. Okay, more nation up next. This is Unmuted Nation with Alex Haynes. This news usually doesn't make it into my wheelhouse, and before I get to Chris Harrison, I do want to bring this 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 uh, this story to the forefront. And um, this has not gotten a lot of media attention, but I want to put it out there because uh, an angry neighbor, an Asian man, shoots his six-year-old boy in the arm for getting his bike from the yard. Ryan Lee Nguyen was released on a low bond after shooting six-year-old Kobe. A six-year-old boy was found shot in the arm by an angry neighbor. Fox to Detroit reports Kobe, who lives in Michigan's uh, split split Lanny township, uh, was retrieving his bike from 29 year old Ryan Lenoyne's uh, front yard when the man fired a bullet at him. Six years old in an interview with the outlet, Kobe said Lena Wynn initially tried to hit him with a sledgehammer, but he was able to get away. Then the man grabbed a gun and began shooting at him. Uh, he tried hitting me with a sledgehammer, but that's not going to work because I'm too fast. Then he got a gun and boom, shot me right here. A video of the incident was recorded by a neighboring home's ring doorbell camera and showed Kobe and his friends riding their bikes on the sidewalk. At some point, the boy got off his bike and left it in front of Alina Wynn's house. It was when he went to retrieve it that the man started shooting. His father, Arnold Daniel, said and told Fox 2 in Detroit. He told uh, Fox 2, I'm irate, really. I can't function and I don't know what to do. I'm scared for my family. I'm scared of them because I don't know what he's capable of. I want to read I'm not going to get to Chris Harrison because I'm going to I want to revisit this six years old shot I, I, do I need to speculate this man's name is Ryan Lena Wynn he's a it looks to be an Asian American I'm not going to tell you I don't think this is getting any press or getting any any any, any, any. police say Lena Wynn shot the gun through his window and the bullet went through Colby's arm the little boy was rushed to the hospital and is currently recovering. Lena Wynn was arrested by the uh, Washington County Sheriff and charged with intent to murder. However, he was released on Tuesday, three days after being arrested on a $10,000 cash bond. The father 
And I, I am, some of these details are new to me while I'm giving them to you. So the, the father, uh, Kobe's father, <laughs> I, this is, this is insane. This is insane. Arnold Daniel wants to know why he got a bond so low for trying to kill his kid. According to Fox 2, the county prosecutor's office requested a $100,000 bond and was shocked that the amount was set so low. An emergency motion has been filed to raise the bond. Arnold told Fox 2 that they've had issues with this neighbor in the past and he's tried to throw away the kids' bikes before. Right now, he's not even processing what happened. Uh, Arnold says of, of, of Kobe, he doesn't realize how close he came to not being here. Since uh, the disturbance, you know, activists and people have started to speak out, but this has not gotten enough traction. I want you to go on to Unmuted Nation on Twitter. I want you to share this story. I want you to share it. And I, I this is not about like we the the goal and, and the the goal of supremacy, right? And I'm not saying this is the ultimate goal of white people, but the goal of supremacy is to conquer and divide, right? So to conquer is to rule. And tell everybody else what to do and to buy the, to divide those um, that, that live together. And if you go back and you look at the history of this nation of how things, you know, things were quote unquote separate but equal during segregation, whites only, uh, blacks were denied loans, homes, uh, the uh, opportunity to open businesses. And then when this country opened up immigration for other races, immigration E to come, they invited them Letting them know that they would get here and be above black people. So what happened was the Chinese came, they got loans from the banks, but they still couldn't own property either. Conquer and divide. That's what, that's what happened. This is out of order. This is uncanny. I can't, I, I can't really stomach it. This video will also share it, but it's out of control. And the things are out of control. I, I'm sick to my stomach. I am sick to my stomach. This is, this is disgusting. All right. I don't have the Chris Harrison was a white man that defended a racist on The Bachelor. Okay, he uh, was upset that they removed him from both The Bachelor and the special shows and the Bachelorette. I don't like. I don't watch it. Right? He hosted it for almost twenty years. His payout was almost twenty million. People want to know if that is too much for a racist to be paid out. But y'all contracts. This is the country that we are in. Oh my God. 844 unmuted. I'm wrapping it up and uh, listen. Happy Friday. Boss FM Talk. Very black. Uh, that's going to do it for Unmuted Nation. Listen, I'm back with you on Monday, okay? But until then, do. Do what we do as a nation. Share this podcast. Share the podcast all weekend. Put it on your socials. Tag me. I will repost you. I'm getting into it right into summer summer months. I'm gonna be out this weekend, so follow me on Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> see, see how childish I am in real life. Okay, I'm Alex Unmuted on Twitter, Instagram, and dot com. A nation, uh, the, uh, a nation, unmuted nation continues um on monday right now boss fm talk programming continues with the breakdown with hans and christian up next okay uh remember today is greater believe it speak it and live it you have to make the choice to be great your situation is not your destination before i go and tell you to make it your motivation i also want to leave you with a quote and uh 
I've been doing this. I did it on Monday, and I'm, I'm going to do it, and I'm trying to remember to do it. Uh, when I say my today is greater every every morning, I also share something with it. This morning, uh, Malcolm X, all right, these words uh, concerning nonviolence. It is criminal to teach a man not to defend himself when he is the constant victim of brutal attacks, all right? Let your situation be your motivation, and go and have a great weekend. I love you. I will see you on Monday. Unmuted Nation and the Unmuted Nation podcast are registered trademarks. Each show is broadcast and powered by Boss FM. For more information on the show, podcast, or advertising, email show at unmutednation.com.